In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. We're looking at the seventh chapter of St. John. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He did not wish to go about in Judea, because the Jews were looking for an opportunity to kill him. Now the Jewish festival of booths was near. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, so that your disciples also may see your works and believe in you. Now who are the brothers of the Lord Jesus Christ? That's what I want to know. Who are his brothers? I take you to the second chapter of St. Luke, verse 41. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem, Joseph and Mary, for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended, they started to return but the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for Jesus among their relatives and friends. I tell you, that's what the brothers mean, relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem and searched for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. Why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety your father and I, where are the brothers and sisters of Jesus? They're not there, because they didn't exist. They were brethren and friends. I tell you, that's what we believe and that's what we know. You might not believe that, but it's true anyway. Now the Jewish festival of booths was near, so his brothers said to him, leave here and go to Judea, so that your disciples may also see the works you are doing. For no one who wants to be widely known acts in secret. If you do these things, show yourself to the world, for not even his brothers believed in him, the brethren and friends. Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always here. The world can cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify against it that its works are evil. Go to the festival yourselves. I am not going to this festival, for my time has not yet fully come, the time of the cross. 
After saying this, he remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone to the festival, then he also went, not publicly, as it were, but in secret. The Jews were looking for him at the festival and saying, Where is he? And there was considerable complaining among him and among the crowds. While some were saying, He is a good man. Others were saying, No, he is deceiving the crowd. Yet no one would speak openly about him for fear of the Jews. About the middle of the festival, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. He taught in the temple area. They heard him. The Pharisees and Sadducees heard him. He had wisdom, wisdom like no one else. How does this man have such learning when he has never been taught? Then Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me, the Father. Anyone who resolves to do the will of God will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and there is nothing false in him. I tell you, Jesus was taught by the Father. He only does what the Father is doing. He only heals the sick because he sees the Father doing it. Jesus lived by revelation. He did not say, today I'm going to go do this. He said, today is the will of the Father, and whatever the Father shows me, I will do it. Did not Moses give you the law? Well, let's continue. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and there is nothing false in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you looking for an opportunity to kill me? The crowd answered, You have a demon. Who is trying to kill you? Jesus answered them, I performed one work, and all of you are astonished. The man that was sick by the pool of Bethesda 38 years was healed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is trying to kill you? Jesus answered them, I performed one work, and all of you are astonished. Moses gave you circumcision. It is, of course, not from Moses, but from the patriarchs. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath day. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because I healed a man's whole body on the Sabbath day? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Jesus does not judge by appearances. That's why he judges what's in the heart. You might say, Jesus knows that I've been such a sinner. He knows, but he wants you to come to him and to give your life to him. He does not judge by appearance. He knows your heart. He knows what you want, what you really want, that you really want the will of God. 
not my will be done, but your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh yes, how we need to do the will of the Father. Now some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, is not this man whom they are tr trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from. He's from Nazareth. But when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Oh yes, from, Be from Bethlehem. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me, and you know where I come from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him, because I am from him. Oh yes, the Father sent the Son to us for our salvation. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me, and you know where I come from. I have not come on my own authority, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him, the Father. They don't know the Father, because they don't know the Son. If he's, And he sent me. Then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him, because his hour, the hour of the cross, had not yet come. Yet many of the crowd believed in him and were saying, When the Messiah comes, will he do more signs than this man has done? Jesus said, If you don't believe my words, believe the signs that God has called me to do. There was a man 38 years sick, and Jesus healed him completely. The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering such things about him, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent temple police to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little longer. Then I am going to him who sent me. You will search for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go, that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, you will search for me and you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come? Where is he going? Ultimately to heaven, back to the Father. Oh, yes. He ascends into heaven in front of his disciples and many other people. And he comes. He will come at the end of time. Those who he, the Lord is in, the Lord is for them. The Lord is with them. The Lord came in the past. He is in the past. He is now. And he will come in glory. We believe that the Lord God was and is and is to come. The Lord God who is holy, holy, holy. His name is Jesus, the Holy One, who was and is and is to come. Let me continue.
On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me. I get thirsty today, I am. I'm very thirsty. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me. And let the one who believes in me drink, as the scripture has said it, out of his believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, yes, I thirst for you, O oh God. I want rivers to flow from my heart. Broken as it is, all our hearts are broken. No one has a complete heart but Jesus. No one has a complete heart. All our hearts have been broken. So, he says, do you want me? Do you want me? Then drink. As the scripture says, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit, which the believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified on the cross and in the resurrection. We know that rivers of living water should be flowing from our hearts because we believe him. Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. This is God's word, and this is God's word for us today in 2022. When they heard these words, some in the crowd said, this is really prophet. Others said, this is the Messiah. But someone asked, surely the Messiah does not come from Galilee, does he? No, he was born in Bethlehem. Has not the scripture said that the Messiah is descended from David and comes from Bethlehem? We know that from Luke 2. The village where David lived. So there was a division in the crowd because of him. There is always a division because of Jesus. Those who believe and those who do not believe. You ask people, do you believe Jesus? Oh, yeah, he's a prophet. Oh, no, he's much more than a prophet. You ask another person, oh, he's a great teacher. He's much more than a great teacher. He's the Lord who died for us and who was raised from the dead and who ascended into heaven. Oh, yes, he's much more than a prophet, much more than a teacher, much, much more. So there was a division in the crowd because of him. There's always a division because of Jesus. Some who say, I believe, others who say no. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. Why? Because his time had not yet come. Then the temple police went back to the chief priests and Pharisees who asked them, why did you not arrest him? The police answered, Never has anyone spoken like this. When the Pharisees replied, Surely you have not been deceived too, have you? Has any one of the authorities of the Pharisees believed in him? Yes, Nicodemus. But the crowd which does not know the law, they are accursed. Nicodemus who had gone to Jesus by night before, and who was one of them, asked, Our Lord does not judge people without first giving them a hearing to find out what they are doing. 
does it? They replied, Surely you are not also from Galilee, are you? Search, and you will see that no prophet is to arise from Galilee. They didn't know he was born in Bethlehem. They had no idea. Let me tell you this. Today, 2022, people do not know Jesus. They walk in the darkness, and he is the light. They walk in sin, and he is the forgiver. You see, someone needs to proclaim him. How are people to know Jesus? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When I was a new priest, the first time I had 7 o'clock Mass, I asked the people to sit down after the gospel, and I heard a grunt. I said, how many want your faith increased? And they all raised their hand. I said, faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. I will preach for only a minute or two, because I want your faith to be built up. And I don't know what they did after that, but I didn't often have the 7 o'clock Mass. I often had the 9. Then each of them went home. Each of them went home. The Pharisees went home. Well, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. This is where he prayed. And he went to the Mount of Olives for a certain reason. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and making her stand before all of them. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone, stone such a woman. Now what do you say? They're trying to have Jesus. Uh, they're trying to trick Jesus. They said this to test him so that they might bring some charge against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. He never looks at the woman. The woman is so embarrassed. She's naked. Jesus bends down and writes on the ground. He straightened up and said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again he bent down and wrote on the ground, not looking at her. When they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. You see, Jesus accepts everyone, but he says, You know what? Don't sin anymore. We have men that marry men and women that marry women. Jesus wants to forgive them, but he says to them, Don't go and sin anymore. But people say, Oh, no, you don't belong to the 21st century. I belong to the 21st century. 
Do you know why Rome fell? I tell you, it fell because of homosexuality. That was one of the reasons why Rome fell. I'm all for people who say that they have same-sex desires, but I'm all for people to tell them that they cannot sin, just like a man and a woman. I'm all for them, but I tell them they cannot sin unless they're married. But you see, we've grown way, way too much the wrong way. That's the scary thing. We've, we've grown the wrong way, not the right way. Jesus does not condemn the woman, but he says from now on, do not sin. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Do you follow Jesus? Do I follow Jesus? Then we will never walk in darkness because we have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid because I know where I have come from and where I am going. I came from heaven and I'm going back to heaven. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him might have not perish but have eternal life. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my father also, because the father sent him. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come, the hour of crucifixion, the hour of glorification. Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Father, we pray that we thirst for Jesus, and out of our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. O oh God, we need that living water, that Holy Spirit. We are in much need of the Holy Spirit, especially in these days where they call right wrong and wrong right. We are in need of the Holy Spirit. Anyone who thirsts, let him come to me, for out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water, the Holy Spirit, the wonderful Holy Spirit. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, 
Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Lord, we're thirsty, and out of our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Come, Holy Spirit. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.